Hi, and welcome to Calm Cash. I'm your host, Ben Jackson. I'm going to read you the symptoms of a driver of our health and well-being that impacts over 200 million Americans. Ready? Anxiety, depression, denial, regret, frustration, anger, feelings of embarrassment, and shame. In addition to these emotional responses, studies have shown physical and cognitive impacts like insomnia, low energy, headaches, frequent colds and infections, inability to focus mentally, poor judgment, and being overly pessimistic about life. So what is this terrible cause of all these conditions or emotional states? It's debt. Debt is one of the scariest words in our financial lives. And when we feel we can't manage it, it can devastate us. So today, we're sticking with our spending plan discussion and focusing on the 20% of our 50-30-20 plan, which is all about savings and paying down debt. Lots to discuss, so let's get going. We've been moving through the 50-30-20 categories of a spending plan over the last three weeks, and now we're at the 20% piece of the puzzle. This is the part of our spending plan focused on savings and debt repayments over and above the monthly minimums we owe. Both savings and debt repayments are really important topics that keep a lot of people up at night. Because they're so crucial to financial success, we're going to spend the next two episodes on this 20% bucket of our spending plan. Today is all about debt. If you've been listening to Calm Cash for a little while, I hope one of the key takeaways you've picked up is how strongly our money and mental health and well-being are linked to each other. Debt is one of the scariest and most unsettling aspects of our financial lives, especially if you're unclear how you're going to make your payments or find extra money to pay off your debt. I've been there personally. Staring at a mountain of credit card debt, I felt fear and stress about how I would ever get out from under this financial weight. There were definitely sleepless nights and setbacks to my mental health. But I got back on track. I made a plan and ultimately paid off over $22,000 of credit card debt. I remember making the last payment and how happy it made me feel. There was a literal weight lifted off of me that I had been carrying around for years. So yes, all those emotional states and symptoms that I started the podcast with are real when you feel the weight of our debt. But when we conquer that debt with a thoughtful spending plan and intentional action, positive emotions like happiness, relief, and a sense of personal accomplishment are possible too. First, let's quickly define some terms and make sure we're all clear on the impact debt can have on our financial lives. There are two types of debt, revolving debt and installment debt. Revolving debt primarily comes from credit cards, where you can carry or revolve a balance from month to month. You can borrow as much money as you'd like, up to a predetermined credit limit, and interest rates are subject to change. Your monthly payment may vary on revolving debt, depending on how much you currently owe. Installment debt comes from mortgages, car loans, student loans, and personal loans. In most cases, the amount of money you owe, the interest rate, and the size of your monthly payments are fixed at the start. With both types of debt, you must make payments on time. When you miss a payment, your lender could report it to the credit bureaus, 
a mistake that can stay on your credit reports for seven years. You may also have to pay late fees, which won't impact your credit scores, but can be burdensome nonetheless to your broader financial life. Aside from your payment history, the way each type of debt affects your credit is quite different. With installment debt, like student loans and mortgages, having a high balance doesn't have a big impact on your credit. But revolving debt is another matter. If you carry high balances compared to your credit limits on your credit cards from month to month, it will likely have a negative effect on your credit score, especially if you're doing it on multiple cards. Your credit can be negatively affected because the percentage of available credit you're using, which is also known as credit utilization, carries significant weight in calculating your credit scores. To maintain good credit, you should keep your balances as low as possible on your credit cards. Ideally, you should pay off the full statement balance each month, but depending on your income, that could be tough, which I totally understand. With all types of debt, there is stress, and credit card debt is especially nasty. Credit card companies can lure you in with low introductory rates, but those offers will eventually expire, and you can find yourself paying lots of interest if you didn't keep your spending low to start. So let's say you charge $8,000 on a credit card with 17% interest, or also called APR, and then you cut it up and never spend another penny with it. If you make only the minimum payment on that bill each month, it could take you almost 16 years to pay off your debt and cost you nearly $7,000 extra in interest. That's just crazy. And it's pretty crappy that these kinds of arrangements exist, but they do. So instead of complaining about it or saying how unfair it is, the best thing to do is put a plan together and just start chipping away. So let's do that. If you only have one source of debt, like a credit card or a student loan, then the plan is pretty straightforward. Make the biggest monthly payment you can handle. That may mean borrowing from your wants or needs parts of your spending plan, but if paying down the debt is a priority, it seems like a sensible short-term trade-off for longer-term peace of mind. This gets more complicated when you have multiple sources of debt. And if you fall into that situation, don't worry, because most people are there too. It's really common for households to have multiple credit cards, multiple student loans, and a mortgage. And it's a lot of sources of debt, but it's very manageable if you create a plan and stick to it. I want to touch on five strategies you can use to pay down debt. The first one is called the snowball method. The way this works is you put all your debts in order from the smallest balance to the largest. You're going to make the minimum payment on all of these balances you owe. Remember, minimum debt payments are needs in our spending plan to not hurt our credit or create financial harm like late fees. So keep making those payments as a first step. But next, put as much extra money in your spending plan towards the account with the smallest balance. Once the smallest debt is paid off, take the monthly minimum you are making as well as those extra payments and put it towards the second smallest balance that you have in your portfolio. I like this method because you get some wins under your belt, hopefully pretty quickly, and start to build momentum to tackle your bigger loans like car loans, and student loans, 
and ultimately a mortgage if you have one. Not only does it feel great to get your balances to zero, but this method potentially improves your credit scores quickly as you reduce your credit utilization and accounts with balances. The second strategy is kind of the opposite or inverse of the snowball method. It's called the avalanche method. You still line up all your debts, but instead of arranging them by the size of outstanding balance, you order them from the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate. You can find the interest rates on your bill or online on the lender site. So just like the snowball method, make all your minimum monthly payments, but you put your extra payment or extra money towards the account with the highest interest rate. For most people, this is going to be a credit card. Once the debt with the highest interest rate is paid off, move to the second highest interest rate loan and keep chipping away. With this approach, you'll pay less overall and get out of debt faster, but it will take a little while for you to see notable progress depending on the size of the outstanding balances. So if you're using the avalanche method, make sure you stick with it. The payoff will happen. A third strategy takes advantage of something called balance transfers. This is most common for paying down credit cards. So let's say you have two credit cards and one of them has an offer on transferring a balance from another card. These are really common and typically the offer will have a feature like 0% interest on your transferred balance for some period of time, usually between a few months and occasionally up to something like 18 months. A 0% APR offer allows you a chance to pay off your credit card balance without incurring extra interest charges. I used this personally when I was paying down my own credit card balances. So say you have $6,000 of credit card debt on a card with 18% interest rate. You could transfer that balance to a card that offers a 0% APR for 12 months. If you pay off your debt in that period of time, you'd save more than $600 on interest. A downside to the balance transfer method is there could be a balance transfer fee, so make sure you read the fine print of any offer that you're presented. There are cards that have a 0% interest rate and no transfer fees, so make sure you do a little bit of homework before pulling the trigger. A fourth strategy that's becoming more popular in recent years is using personal loans to pay down debt. If you have a significant amount of credit card debt or other debt with high interest rates, this might be a good approach for you, especially if you don't have the patience to chip away at outstanding balances using the snowball or avalanche methods. Companies like SoFi and Upgrade Personal Loans have easy processes to get a loan, and a new type of lending called peer-to-peer -peer borrowing is be becoming more prevalent. Companies like LendFriend or Prosper may be outlets for you to access a personal loan to pay down chunks of your debt all at once. You should only take a personal loan if the interest rate you can get is lower than your current outstanding debt interest rate. That's a really important point. There are some potential advantages to the personal loan path. First, you can save money on interest payments, which is always a win. And second, if you pay off multiple creditors with your personal loan, you may have fewer payments to make each month, which just makes tracking and ultimately conquering your debt easier. The last potential positive to a personal loan is these are usually considered installment loans and the balance to limit ratio doesn't hurt your credit scores like revolving debt does. If you're paying off credit card debt with your personal loan, this is likely to boost your overall credit score.
But remember, like all your debt payments, you have to make sure you make your payments. Remember that a personal loan is an obligation, so you have to follow the terms of the loan carefully, or you could just make your situation worse. Avoid this route if you don't trust yourself to use the credit responsibly. Otherwise, you could end up further in debt. The last strategy to discuss is called debt settlement. This strategy usually works best for people who are already past due on their credit card payments and can afford to make large one-time settlement payments to their creditors. Debt settlement is a negotiation in which a creditor, like a credit card company or a collections agency, agrees to accept a partial payment to satisfy your full credit card debt rather than just accept 100% of the amount owed. You might be eligible if you've undergone hardships like job loss, a medical problem, or divorce. However, some creditors will consider settling the debts even if you don't have any special extenuating circumstances. When you settle your debt, you can sometimes pay 50% or less of the original balance you owe. You may, however, have to pay taxes on the forgiven amount. You can settle debts on your own, or you can hire a professional debt settlement company to handle the process for you. If you choose to hire an outside party, you should do so with extensive research to avoid scammers and exorbitant fees. You can go to the FTC Consumer Information website to look up potential third parties that are helping you to make sure that they're not scamming you. These are five practical strategies for paying down your debt. No matter how much debt you have, things are not hopeless. By working on your spending plan, allocating your 20% for savings and incremental debt repayments, and using one or more of these methods to knock out your debt, you can be debt-free. That's a great destination and definitely leads to a happier life and a healthier wallet. See you next week.